The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. And now, here's Brandon. Welcome to Old Space Show. I'm Brandon, and riding shotgun with me is Tony. Let's uh, let's let's keep on keep on that pedal to the metal here. Here we go. This series of Old Space <laughs> Show will follow the exploits of a man and his car. C A R, not K A R R. There it is. Yes. The first season of Knight Rider. Today, we're here to discuss the 10th episode, Inside Out. Not to do with the Pixar movie or the Kevin Kline film. This is the OG from Knight Rider. That's right. The original here, yes. Michael captures a criminal named Dugan and takes his place as Colonel Kincaid's new driver. His goal is to find out for what purpose Kincaid is building his own private task team and catch him red-handed. All right, this is directed by Peter Crane, TV director who did uh, The Master, Fall Guy, Moonlighting, Hunter, and he did the slasher movie, The Initiation, which has Daphne Zuniga, Vera Miles, and Clue Gulager in it. It's, uh, I liked it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> written, by, <clears throat> uh, written by Stephen D'Souza, starring David Hasselhoff, Edward Mulhair, Patricia McPherson, William Daniels, Judith Chapman, James Lamp, Lawrence Dobkin, and Morgan Jones. All right. Um, this one, Tony, um, we are both talking off air. You hinted last week when this was not, not a favorite. Not uh, a- yeah. It's a tough, uh, it's a, I mean, it's, it's tough for anything to follow. Like, I mean, we had a big episode last week. I mean, mm-hmm. kid versus car, a very unique setting. Um, you know, we're, we're 10 episodes in, I know these days we're, we're kind of, uh, spoiled as, as TV streamer bingers of, you know, seven to 12 episode seasons that are a little more condensed and a little more coherent back in the day. Obviously you're, you're pumping out 20, 22, 24 episodes. It's a lot of content. So uh, yeah. and not all of them are going to be hits. And this one didn't feel like it no. fell in the in the too positive category. <laughs> I'll, I'll start with a positive. I like that this, <clears throat> this episode started mid-action. Mm-hmm. Michael's uh, in the night fighting. Michael in the night. Oh, oh. <laughs> Off to a good start. Michael is fighting a guy inside of Kit in the evening. In the cover of darkness. Uh, and he shoots him out the sunroof. Um, <clears throat> and we get to see him actually like pulling into the semi, uh, Bonnie's office, uh, as we'll call Great. it. So that was kind of cool. I, I think you get to see yeah. how, how the how the, the soup was made a little bit or something. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, obviously you can, you know, I mean, you can tell like, I mean, it's cool to see him pulling in, but like you can tell like the exterior shots when, when the car pulls into the <laughs> semi, you're like, 
this is just a regular old box truck and then cut away to the studio where there's more space for them to walk around the car and the gadgets are all there. Like it's mm-hmm. a very clear difference, but whatever, that's, that's what it is. So an interesting thing that <laughs> might, un, that might speak to why we feel a little ambivalent about this episode is because um, I was reading in the trivia little notes here that this is actually this was the first episode that was produced after the pilot. So in production codes, this is technically the second episode. So this was Bonnie's planned first appearance, which you can kind of tell by like the opening credits, this, this, her quick little, like, you know, like starring Patricia McPherson, that's pulled from this episode. So maybe that's why this feels a little disjointed because this was not meant to be here. It was meant to be an early episode. So that could also really drive some of some of the weird feelings that we're having towards it as well action wise there's some ambitious shit there uh we'll talk about later that was yeah like, okay so they're still a little hungry there but um interesting that that's this the second one um because it feels tired almost at this point it's just weird yeah you're right yeah it feels like the same yeah at this point it feels like the same stuff that they've been doing but when they when they shot this obviously they had planned on this being like still the introduction which you know to these characters which makes sense why i think we talked about earlier in the season where we felt like we didn't see bonnie much Mm -hmm. in those first few episodes probably because this one was meant to establish her yeah and then when she went away for a bit it wasn't a big deal because she was already kind of a more established character of, right. you know, when, when, when Michael's like, I wonder if there's a real woman under those overalls and then kid of yeah, course scans her and is like, Oh, here's her dimensions. It's like, uh, yuck, 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 you know? So, <laughs> right. I wonder if there's a real woman under those overalls. Just a robot. Like, <laughs> Such a weird statement. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so well, yeah, what Michael's <sighs> doing here at the beginning when he was fighting, he was, he's like trying to transfer a criminal. Um, Then the guy flipped on him. So Michael's going to take this guy's place at this militia type operation. Yeah, yeah, that 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 also kind of leans or lends itself to the weird vibe of this episode. Like no, none of this feels very well fleshed out. Like the like, militia is like, I was like is a couple Spectre, couple dudes hanging out at like a resort. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a like weird Spectre feel. <laughs> training facility like they have in from Russia with love. Like what is what is going yeah. on here? And and it's hilarious. Nothing makes sense. It's hilarious too. Michael shows up and Hasselhoff like towers over everyone there. Like he is a giant compared to everyone else in this cast this week. Like it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's a very interesting vibe because even and even the person he took the place of was yeah. was it didn't seem to be a terribly big guy. And then of course you've got that whole thing where they're like, Michael's like, I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna put you in a, you know, put you somewhere where you can't get out. And it's like the world's tiniest, chintziest airstream trailer with like a padlock mm-hmm. on the door. <laughs> like, what is this? It's not gonna keep anybody in there, but and then yeah. of course they go back to him in the middle of the episode and he's like clawing at the windows. I'm <laughs> like, this is this is a disaster. Like they were they did not think a lot of this through. <laughs> no, there's like a lot of like sneaking around the night here with Kit helping out, doing like not like yeah, this one you can tell now that you say that Kit's not used for anything interesting too much when it's not like right. an action sequence on the road. Which is interesting because he had like they made a big deal out of it in the opening scene where he went to drive in visit Bonnie where they put the micro jammer in there. And of course that came in, you know, uh, he had to use that later in the episode, but yeah, it's like, uh, it's, it's very interesting. I can see why they maybe chose to move this away from the second episode because I don't, I don't feel like it really highlighted all the things that kit could do. And maybe they felt like they would lose Mm -hmm. the audience if they, if they made kit too plain too early, if that kind of makes sense. 
That yeah, I I can see that. Yeah, this one definitely tries to. So this would be Michael's first a uh, uh, floozy woman that he picks up here in the. Yeah, which and and again, this one feels uh, she feels super shoehorned into this. It's like, oh yeah, there's of course there's a bunch of dudes hanging out, the task force, and a girl, mm, soccer, and, and, right? and a girl, girl with the heart of gold, right? Gets, it's it's a it's a lot tougher for her than the guys here, mm-hmm. and, and she's not bad. She's just drawn that way, you know. Thing yeah. like that, so. And Michael is a, the there is the weird thing where <clears throat> they have like that meeting, and um, she like. There's like the they like kiss like when they're leaving like and I'm like yeah he didn't kiss all the other like ladies but also she's not like a single mother that we know of so that's that's a good point yeah she didn't have a very very like a highly specific backstory about yeah a dead dad or something mm-hmm. widowed or whatever so yeah he he just he just went for it so <laughs> so so Tony this one aired on November 26 of 1982 which would have been like Thanksgiving or yeah perhaps a week after um so this is um right after sweeps like would have ended so yeah they held this one out sure car of course was, car was their big sweeps uh november as, as well he should mm-hmm. be 100 yep. yep their big sweeps thing so yeah uh i would say you know so that's probably probably what it was yeah. this is like we'll throw we'll toss that one back and i felt like uh, again i felt like there were there was more than one occasion um that like during the stunt the stunt scenes when michael's not driving kit and he's like kit come here i need you and yeah. kit drives himself mm-hmm. like very clear like there's a stunt driver in the seat like yeah, like yeah. A, i feel like we like uh, the production values weren't quite there yet so They're yeah i think it's a total yeah. throwaway episode uh in in probably in, the, in their minds as well right right and there's also <clears throat> so while michael's snooping around and stuff um the uh the the real dugan the real dugan's sabotaging things on this campus is like i don't understand his deal with like messing around like this because he takes forever. He's like, ha it was me. Like, why didn't he go right to them and be like, yo, this guy's a fraud. I'm Dugan. Yeah, it's a really interesting. Yeah, no, none of the dots quite connect on the plot <laughs> side of things here, which is, uh, yeah, it's a, but a, an interesting tidbit about Dugan. The, Dugan is played by uh, Jack Gill. Mm-hmm. who is a longtime stuntman in Hollywood. And he did most of the driving stunts oh. for Kit. So he's he's usually the guy that's physically so he was the there. driver's seat. So yeah, so he's he's the guy. So they're like, yeah, we're going to give you a, give you a chance to have a couple lines and be an actor and things like that. So <laughs> in, the, in our worst episode of the first. Yes. Well, what are you going to do? They, <laughs> they can't all be winners. They didn't know. <laughs> um, uh, I will. Uh, I will give this props so this gets into this there's a a mission for michael and the woman to do that's like robbing the semi or whatever on the road Mm -hmm. yeah this is fast the first fast and the furious movie this is exactly what happens and um like because she like they latch onto the semi she gets out of the car through the window on the front to connect to it and then michael has to get out help her i'm like this is the first Fast and the Furious. <laughs> exactly. And and I'll say this, the coverage is up to almost up to snuff with it. Like it's pretty yeah, impressive. It this, great. Is, this is ballsy for television, <laughs> like stunts uh, and yeah. stuff. And I've said, well, not that 
first <clears throat> director of the first Fast and Furious, Rob Cohen, isn't the world's greatest director, but mm. um, uh, but like this this here, I'm like, wow, they're doing this on TV in 1982. That's yeah. not bad. Well, so we talked or we talked in these early episodes about how we were very impressed with the production values and mm-hmm. the stunts and things like that. So this was obviously if this was if this was intended to be the second ever episode at one point so, yeah. there, there's clearly that commitment to making sure like, hey, if nothing else, like <clears> if the plot doesn't make sense and the acting's wooden or whatever, like we're going to ball out on the stunt scenes, which which they absolutely have committed to this entire uh, series so far, which is which is really cool. So, yeah, it worked out. Um for the yeah so like there is a highlight uh, for me personally at least within this like episode i didn't like i was like well it had that <laughs> yeah that was nice um the saving grace there for sure saving grace uh but yeah so they end up being able to overcome this militia and michael delivers these bad guys in the back of a truck to devin at the prison <clears throat> he's like michael what have you oh look at this because they were right. kind of building a, that relationship with them that they dropped episodes ago. Yes, you're right. You're right. And this is, yeah, right. It's very yeah, like uh, you know, antagonistic type of thing. And it's so mm-hmm. yeah, and that's and that probably again lead lead or helps along the feeling of general listlessness of this episode is that like I get like the militia thing and ooh bad guys whatever, but it feels like the stakes are really low here. Like I right. don't you know like there's not like a big to do you know like all oh, these these guys these you know want to be military dudes whatever you know this this i don't know it just it, it just does uh, the plot just didn't really connect the dots for me i mean i, I love like, the action stuff it was great but yeah the story was iffy it's totally like if i wouldn't uh, like i mean it's a total zone out even even watching this to take notes and do a discussion of it i was just like yeah all right. It was a tough one to get. Yeah, it was a tough one to get back through. You're right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you are 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was a good uh, line in there from Michael. Uh, the the leader of the militia is like, "I really liked you." And Michael goes, "Personally, I think you were a jerk." I was like, "Well done." <laughs> well done Michael. Nailed it. Really yeah. got him good. <laughs> but yeah, I really don't have much else to say. This episode really didn't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like we said, they they can't all be winners. They're not all going to be, you know, out of the park. I mean, this one, this had some redeeming qualities. The you know, in terms of the production values of the stunts and things like that, was great. But just overall, it just yeah, the story just didn't hook like like they probably like they hoped it would, and that's clearly why they moved it off away from mm-hmm. the second ever episode to the post sweeps doldrums so right right fair enough fair enough all right well uh tony let's let's shift out of this <laughs> this one and sure start, uh, and set our sights on the horizon here um where can people find you or- yeah yeah you know feel free to wander over to uh, ye old science fiction.com that's where i spend most of my time uh, as their senior editor doing some writing there we do news and reviews and op-ed pieces and all that good stuff so we're tackling 2023 full throttle here and then personally if you want to come find me you can grab me on the socials the facebook and the instagrams and the twitters at tony Schaub, and we can connect that way as well all right. Hashtag Dugan or Dunkin. Mm, nice. There we go. Nice. Yes. I'm dad. I'm allowed <laughs> to make that joke. I dig uh, it. I dig it. <laughs> and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD. Written work on whysoblue.com. I believe we got a commentary Monday for 
<laughs> oh, it's Avatar. It's the uh, lengthy commentary with Scott Mendelson, Aaron New Earth and I. It's great stuff. So just you don't even need to have the movie on. Listen to our conversation about James Cameron, film history, technical stuff. It's great. It's actually a really good commentary. It was pretty, um, pretty impressed with how we pulled through on that one. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that'll be here. But you know what's new? It's Tony and I next Wednesday doing more Night oh, Rider. Yes. So from Old Space, Brandon and Tony, not so lone crusaders in a dangerous world, the world of Old Space Show. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.